We are out here. Fuck y'all talking about. Sophisticated ignorance. Are y'all fucking crazy? That's a fact. Talk are y'all crazy? Yo, y'all get me tight. Like, I be out here trying to be humble. Let's not get fucking crazy. Sophisticated ignorance. Welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am Vixen J. And I'm Rovi. Nice to be here. Yay! Thank you all for joining us once again in the final week of Black History Month. We made it, y'all. We made it. It might be the shortest month, but guess what? It's the what? Best month. It's the livest month. What do you mean? It's the littiest month to be black. I mean, every month should be litty to be black, but this one in particular. It's just like a a special spice added on February's. And hey, Mm -hmm. no no wild fuck shit happened in February. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was mild. It was mild. It was mild. There was there wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah, there wasn't nothing crazy that happened this month, as far as I can recall. I mean, yeah, you know, some natural disaster. I mean, you know, snow and natural disasters here and there. But other than that, nothing like wild, shocking. It wasn't January. It wasn't January, but um. Yeah, a lot of people showed out just mildly. You know, we're not going to talk about it, but I guess we should. My I mean, homegirl, homegirl with Gorilla Glue, that was just... <laughs> if, if my mom was talking about it, you know that... Oh, like, how? My mother, my mother even broke it down for me. She's like, how, how, how did she even get there? Isn't Gorilla Glue in the hardware section and the Gorilla Snot in the beauty section? I was like, you are 100%... Correct, mom. Well, first of all, your mom's right. Second of all, it's not even a matter of being in different sections. It's being in different stores. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Gorilla's not refining in like the beauty store around the corner. Gorilla Glue refining in Home Depot and or Lowe's. Uh, uh, yeah. So unless those two are, are right next to each other, which even... I mean, did she not see that there were not other hair products next to... The Gorilla Glue that kind of, t- you know, tipped her off. Maybe there was paint thinner next to it. Um, some screws, a light bulb, maybe some <laughs> just products that you shouldn't put in your hair. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but it's hard not to. No, no, no. It's called People Can't Read. And as much as I'm happy that this girl's hair is whatever, she couldn't read. And who reading was with is, her? Reading is where Where are her friends? Her friends... Her friends are, aren't shit. My friends wouldn't let me do this. Like, I, unless she did it by herself. Like, I don't want to put blame on the friends either. But where were her friends, her family, somebody to stop her? You know, when she had that slick piece and then decided, hey, let me just put this Gorilla Glue just on top to make sure it stays. Nobody said, hey, maybe you shouldn't. There were multiple failures on lots of events, <laughs> okay? Um the fact that Gorilla Glue had to come out and with a statement saying, hey, oh know, my God, like to confirm this is not <laughs> for the hair. And and the fact that there was a potential lawsuit. Oh, my. You know what? Not yeah. Though the shenanigans of it was a lot. It still goes down as black history because guess it what? is. And it happened during the, the month. Urgh, that's why I was like, it's mild. But, now they have to change their whole clause and their fine, <laughs> their fine print reading at the bottom, not for intended use of the hair, period. Which, okay. The answer's but okay. you know what? You know what bothers me about that? She did it, all right, whatever. She can't read, blah, 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 whatever. Other people decided to say, hey, Copycat. let me try. Like, this is the ice bucket challenge. Let me just try and <laughs> gorilla um, glue challenge. See let me see if this really works. Oh my God, guys, I can't comb my hair anymore. Well, fuck shit. Of course you can't comb your hair no more because it's glue. It's industrial strength glue. It's supposed to be maintained for when there's demolitions and those big wrecking balls come to knock the building over. The glue would still stand up in the window frame. Like, come on. Like, why now, this do you think glue it's is funny? Used, these type of glues are used to like plug in holes in boats when they're sinking, you know? But, you know... <laughs> Facts, though, I'm, I'm going to buy it. Not for my hair, though. For my little knickknacks now. If I break something, I'm just going to glue it back, and it's not going to get broke again. Yeah. As long as you don't glue your finger to it, I think we'll be fine. I really hope not. I hope nobody goes and put 
Gorilla Glue on their nails. Oh. Rovi, <sighs> I don't need you being Gorilla Glue gel girl. I don't need it. Okay. I you, you insult my intelligence. I can't handle, <laughs> I can't handle that type of PR for you. Okay. Uh, it would be a nightmare. Well, shoot. People will give me my, um, what did she get? GoFundMe? Hmm. She got to go fund me. She has got to go fund me. But now they're saying it's fraudulent. Like people have been signing up for fraudulent activities. I, and they're not releasing the money to her. But my thing is, where's that money going that people donated? Are they giving it back? I've never did go fund me. I don't know the mechanics behind it, but if people donated money on her behalf, I hope they do get it back. I hope there's no clause that says that they don't, but whatever. Here we are. So it was a mild black history month. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I like the fact that it was mild. It didn't have to be spicy. That is fine by me. And quite frankly, you know, God bless everyone involved. Yep. So, Especially after the last year we had. <laughs> Thousand and one percent. <laughs> but yes, keeping with the theme of black history, Rovi, if you would like to roll out our final unsung hero of the month, that would be much appreciated. Yes. So we have uh, Helen Octavia Dickens. Born in 1909, died in 2001. She was the first African-American woman to be admitted to the American College of Surgeons in 1948 and specialized in obstetrics and gynecology. She was a physician, um, medical and social activist, health equity advocate, a researcher, a health administrator, and health educator. She worked at several private practices and clinics, including the Asperanto Health Home, which was funded by Dr. Virginia Alexander, and the teen clinic at the University of Pennsylvania, which she herself founded. She was strongly motivated to provide better health care to the African-American community and the jobs that enabled Miss Helen Dickens to combat the racial and residential segregation integrated into medicine at, at that time. And I wanted to highlight her because, you know, prevalently right now, having maternal African-American women, especially in uh, obstetrics and gynecology, we are dying at an alarming rate. And thanks to Dr. Dickens, um, we are at the forefront to make sure that African-American women have the proper and adequate um, health care so there's no like racial inequalities when they're admitted. Um, they can get the, the right services. And that also... Uh, for just uh, maternal women, women in general, you know, a lot of things get unseen. Someone comes in for a cough and they think it's mild and they end up with a pulmonary embolism. Like, so she's just been really highlighted and put in the spotlight on African-American medicine. And I am appreciative of her in that aspect. So our unsung hero, Dr. Dickens for Black History Month. So pop, pop. Well, congrats to Miss Dickinson. Doctor, doctor, she oh, worked hard for it. Sorry, Doctor Dr. Dickinson. Dickinson. Yes. Apologies. Put some respect on her name. I'll put respect with a K <laughs> on her name. <laughs> well, her name does have a K in it, so yes. Oh Lord. But shout outs to the unsung hero, though she's no longer with us. But she's an ancestor, and yep. ancestors deserve respect. So, yep. She outs. she helped us. Yep. Shout outs to her. Yes. Yep. And see, I hope you all have taken something away from our unsung heroes. Uh, this month, and I hope that you take the opportunity to do your own research because no matter what, outside of February, black people what make history all the time. Exactly, we got Hashtag. us, and we got us. Hashtag, you're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get into today's topic. Uh, there's been a couple of things swirling around the internet lately. I just want to touch on a couple of things. Uh, no, no, like major topic, but sometimes I like just talking about things happening in social media and other places and breaking them down and making sense out of them, which is okay. pretty much the premise of the show anyway. So let's, we're pretty much doing our jobs. <laughs> uh, so first things first, um, your girl B. Simone. Now for those who are not familiar with B. Simone or those who mm. blocked her out of your memory, wow. uh, B. Simone is, uh, I don't know, I guess, an influencer. Uh, she's an author. Is she? Yeah, she's authored. No shade, no shade, no shade. She authored a book. <laughs> Wowzer. All right. The spickle in my my um mm-hmm. my throat. It, I right. swear, I swear, there's no shade. I yep. just I, no, for real. I just Heard don't that. really 
Wow. I don't really know. I know of her, but... Well, all I said is that she authored a book. I, I'm, I'm not saying she's a bestseller. And all my script did was just go down the wrong tube. So right, nobody's, well. no one's to blame. Here we are and here we go. And that's that. <laughs> go uh, ahead. But B. Simone is a personality that has been known for her spicy takes. And a lot of people either agree with her or mostly don't agree. And, you know, sometimes I don't really know why. I mean, maybe her voice is annoying and people just don't like it. Or maybe she just yeah, talks out. A lot of people bandwagon a lot, so yeah, you know. Nonetheless, so one of the recent rants, as she is known to go on, uh, was a recent video that circulated about her talking about requirements, talking about if people want to manifest love, they need to pretty much put their list where their mouth is. I ah, see what I did there. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hilarious. And she used. I know that was sarcasm. No! Why, why the high-pitched voice, Fred? The, the spit went down the wrong pipe. Do you need some water? No. You sure? <laughs> Promise. Scout sauna. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she, talks, she talked about in, the video, in this video, uh, she talked about manifesting love, and she talked about... Um, Women, in particularly, if, in order for them to manifest the right type of partner, they have to match up to that partner in the same regard. So, for example, if a woman wants a man who is, you know, like fit and financially stable and all these things, they too have to uh, reach those goals or aspire to those goals as well. And that caused a huge uproar on the internet because the internet and the uproars, and people are like, oh, this girl don't know what she's talking about. And other people are, oh, yeah, you know, even though I don't agree with her most times, this time made sense. And so now it goes into the bigger conversation about requirements and standards, right? And we kind of touched on this a little bit in our table episode. But I think mm -hmm. specifically here, it's kind of like, do, I mean, let's, let's really talk about it. Just the concept of matching one's energy in order to manifest, you know, a partner. Is that true? Is that not true? Is that something that, you know, you've probably tried in the past? Or is that something where it's like, hey, nobody's getting on my level, so this doesn't apply to me? Uh, what are your thoughts, Rove? Yeah, yeah, I've heard whispers. Um, I, I, I do agree with the ideology behind the video, you know. Everyone wants to, to make a list to, to have, you know, I guess their ideal partner, but then again, it goes back, is there somebody who's always going to be ideal? And if he does match your list, is he still even going to be the person for you? Like, even though he checks off everything on the list, like I, I've seen this played out. Other friends of mine who who actually wrote a list and the person wasn't a good match and they checked off everything that they wanted in a partner, but they still didn't gel together in a relationship. Mm. Um, I've never actually wrote out a list. Maybe I should, you know. Um, but I, I do agree with what she's saying. I don't have a problem with her particularly, but a lot of people are, are I guess, my feedback from the video was that she is um, using other people's ideas to display that same list. Because, you know, there were, there were a couple of women who came out and said, hey, I, I did this a few years back. And she's basically saying the same thing and getting credit for it. And that's what I've been hearing in regards to that. And I think the message is lost. I mean, everybody bites off of somebody. Everybody bandwagons, everybody steals or, or quote unquote plagiarizes off of somebody. But I think the, the message gets lost because now people are trying to discredit her and say, hey, she plagiarizes. Like, yeah, I, I think before she had some kind of controversy with that. So they were trying mm -hmm. to pull up old receipts and say, well, whatever she says, it's going to be discredited because she basically just picks apart um, and steals from other people. But her ideal message is, yeah, you need to make yourself, render yourself. And this goes back to even like biblically, my mom would say, hey, I prayed for my husband. I prayed for this. I prayed for that. I prayed for him to be financially stable. I prayed for him to be emotionally available to me. I prayed for him to be a family man, like things like that. So, I mean, keep in mind, I mean, our parents back then, all they had was prayer. That's all, that's all <laughs> they that had. But that was their list. 
but that <laughs> essentially that was their list, you know. I mean, it's, there wasn't a physical manifestation of them writing down. He has to have one in order to be number two, in order to be number three. But they had their their prayers were their lists of what they required in a relationship. Right. But right. again, you can have somebody check off every single aspect on your list, and that person's still not trash. The person for you. So I um. In other words. Well, the, I think the list in this case is less about, all right, these are the qualities I... Oh, actually, in this case, Misa was talking about the qualities that you want to find in a partner you find them and yeah. then you matching those qualities, right? So, I mean, it, if anything, it's... I mean, yes, the list, the infamous list is something that's been argued <laughs> a whole bunch of times. And I don't... I mean, I personally don't have a list myself. I'm just like... yeah. I mean, maybe I have like a working list, but it's not like I've written something down or I have like a, I have like a strict list in my head. Though I do agree that men should have their list of standards, and and stick to them just as much as women should. But in this case, as I said, B. Simone was basically saying like, yo, uh, if you are looking for these things in a partner, you need to match that energy, and I don't disagree with that particularly. Now the mm-hmm. thing is, right now it's like. Are, if you are going to go about that route in order to find a partner, are you going to attract someone on your level or you may potentially attract someone that's quote-unquote not on your level, right? Because now, in essence, it's like, all right, you are meeting someone at their level and now you're raising your bar, right? Mm. And now that you've raised your bar, are you going to necessarily find someone at that same bar? Or you might have somebody that's at a lower bar, quote-unquote, now trying to pursue you because now you've kind of quote unquote stepped your game up, you know. So right, is, is the parameters the change. Yeah, uh, I feel like there's nothing that's very black and white about this, or very like you know compartment wise. Um, you could have, like I said, you could have somebody check off everything on the list, and guess what? You try to match the list and. In return, you don't even know that you might be either elevating yourself or putting yourself, you know, below a level, you know, quote unquote, settling for something that you may be destined for greatness for, you know, you putting yourself out there, you, you want somebody who looks good. So you start going to the gym and doing your hundred crunches a day. Um, you start eating healthy and juicing because you want to get somebody as fine as, uh, Michael B. Jordan, <clears throat> And we'll talk about him this, later. And you do all of these things. And um, let's say, who, who can I put? Um, what's his name? Gosh, what's his name? Hmm. You know his name. You know his name. What's his Descri- name? Describe the this context. He's chocolate and he's delicious. Um, gosh, he was the, Nes- in... the Nesquik bunny. I don't. No, 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 no. I'm telling you right now. The, the Eminem man? <laughs> like... Wait a minute. What is the movie that um, Issa Rae was in? Um, the, the photograph. photograph. Yes. Lakeith Stanfield? Yes, him. Right. So you are um, making yourself better for Michael B. Jordan, and you catch the eye of Lakeith, and he might be the person... That matches your your pot. He might be the cover to your pot. Why so are we? You, why are we? What? Why are we? Why what? are we comparing these two men? I don't understand. We're not comparing. I'm just saying you might be looking for something else, and then in looking on your journey to to match and look for something else according to your list. Your list is Michael B. Jordan. Period. That's what you want. That's who you have. That's who you envision. And that might be the wrong person that you're looking for. And then let's say Lakeith is looking at you now as you're trying to elevate yourself, match your your level, match your list to his list, and match what you want to attract. You know, that's that's all I'm saying. You could but, be trying to do something and get the person that you're meant to be with. But to your example, and not to say that this is always the case, but if, quote-unquote, this person is reaching for Michael B. Jordan and then a Lakeith Stanfield finds them, then in essence they would have to quote-unquote lower their list in order to kind of match that person, to give that person a chance to see if they're the one, right? And I think most people don't necessarily want to lower their standards 
in order to kind of meet someone where they're at. You know, in essence, someone should be raising in their essence, In essence, people are supposed to be raising their standards, but a lot of people, and especially women, we lower our standards a lot. And we this do. is what I don't like. Women, all the women or people oh, who Lord. identify as... Please do not lower your standards for these So things. men don't lower their standards? Nah, y'all don't. Men, we don't have the standards. Standards, no. What? And this is why I what say... What you trying to say? You'll I'm, still... You'll, you'll still what, what, I, I, I read this recently. Guys um, friend-zone friend women, but they still have sex with them. So there is no standards in regards to that. So in regards to having standards, you'll just probably do anyone, right? Devil's advocate here. Right. But my, my point is... So you agree my, with that? I'm saying that You agree my po- with that? I didn't say agree or disagree. I'm asking. I... Yes. Th- in regards case- to... Stand- just in regards to standards. Like these, say, are, these are cases no that... No matter what. You could be your friend. You can be someone you just met. You can be someone who you work with. Like standards-wise, men don't have <laughs> much, I guess. Not saying that they don't have any, but they don't have much. Okay. Women I, would lower our standards. Okay, he doesn't have this. I'll, I'll work with him. I'm ex- well, right. First of all, I was exaggerating. Men do have a level of standards. I don't know what those standards are, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. Of course, yeah, big devil's advocate, <laughs> big Satan, big Satan's uh, supporter. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, but for real, like men should have a level of standards that aren't just like. Arbitrary or physical or something like that. There should be a level of standards that women have for for when it comes to them looking for a partner that men should exhibit too. Men just need to redefine or elevate their standards when it comes to. I I, I don't know if you. I don't know what the definition of standards is for for guys because in in my own personal relationships with like friends, if a guy thinks a girl is cute. They'll talk to her, and that's the standard. See, that's the standard. But that's not a standard. That's so not a standard. It? That's a preference. What is that? That's just like, oh, but, you know, but I want no. a girl. Like, we have to get over the, I want to go with a fat ass and nice titties and all that. Like, that's not standards. That's just, yo, that's just a physical list of what I'm looking for in a physical but that, body. That's, that's the gate that opens the door. Like, she's cute. All right. Then afterwards, they start talking. Then they realize that, hey, yo, maybe chick is batshit crazy. But, more, right? women, but women don't approach this in the same regard. It's like, yeah, he's attractive, but then I'm also looking at other factors that are going to make me want to Right. Up. But men don't do that. It's just like, they see A, we they have see to be B. De- we have to be deductive. But why can't us men be deductive? I mean, I, I like want to know that too. I, well, I want to know that too. Well, well girl, we're both on the case. So. <laughs> for me, for me, every relationship that I've seen from my male counterpoint is not from a place of, oh, is she well-educated? Is she um, comes from a good family? Is good there stock. any history of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there any history of any mental illnesses? There, there's a whole bunch of different things that I don't think males take into account. It's like, look first, then ask. Well, in this, in B. Samoa's example, men are certainly not like making a list of certain standards and of meeting not. women no. to that. Because there are many men who are quote unquote on lower bars than women, right? We all know that black women are highly successful. Case in point, my fellow co host. You know I'm I mean? single though. That's not, <laughs> Roby, you didn't have to remember that. That's not the point. Okay? Just take the compliment and let's I, keep it moving. I, I, I enjoy being single, though. All right. I'm not saying that single's a crime. I'm just saying you could have just take the compliment of successful black women and kept it moving. Thank you. But the thing is, a lot of successful black women with or without lists are single. That And you know why? Because it, it's men's. Men's are, men's are the problem. Why are men's the problem? I don't know. I don't know. You're you're the man. I I, I do not have a a Y chromosome to to give you the answers to this. And I don't know male human behavior and what they do in the wild and in their prime. So I'm I'm trying to gauge what, like, why don't guys have, like, standards or lists? Like, I I agree with everything B. Simone said, but I don't think a a guy would ever, let's say, quote, unquote, I don't even want to say Michael B. Jordan anymore. Let's say someone (laughs) like... um, Tank, 
comes out and say, hey, this is a list of what Tag. I said. Dean. Just, just, he's just the first thing on my mind. All right. <laughs> all right. Some arbitrary man puts out a list on social media. Um, I, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I feel like they would, they would eat him alive. Because they would say, oh, this is what, for whoever puts out a, a, so, a quote unquote list and say, this is what I look for in an ideal woman. Like, um, they would say, if this is what you want, um, they would scrutinize and, and pick apart the list and say, this is why you're single, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. For, on a male perspective, maybe this is why males don't, don't put out lists. Well, I mean, yes. It's easier for a woman to say, I would like a man who's fit. If a man says, I want a woman who's fit, then you know that's going to come out with a backlash. Oh, so of, what you What do you define as, define as fit? What, what are you, you trying, trying to define to as pretty? So what, what do you mean she mean has to, to have... You? What do you mean she has to have her real hair? Like, things like that, no, you but know? See, but once again, those, those <laughs> very surface-level bullshit standards, quote-unquote... That's what gets men in trouble, right? We're yes, like, yo, 100%. Her hair, hair got to be real. Her hips got to be natural. Shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, these aren't standards. And, and men who think that those are standards, just physical attributes, they're not, they're not really looking at a person holistically as women would, right? Where I want to hear men talk about, oh, I'm looking for someone who is successful. I'm looking for someone who's goal-oriented. I'm looking for someone... And, and actually have an intention behind those things. I don't hear a lot of men talking about that. And maybe that's a conversation that needs to be had more. And maybe there are men who have those standards, but they are probably shy about sharing them because it doesn't fit the general narrative of what men's standards should be. So it's men like, are shy? So, no, for example, like, let's say, I mean, we're going to get into Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey in a moment, but in an example of, let's say... Do Michael, we have to just talk about that and make every woman cry? Because she's not staying with him. Don't do that. That's <laughs> Don't do that. According, <laughs> according to the images online, they're very happy. And let's just leave it. For now, she was happy with Future, but go was ahead. She, go was she happy with, with Future? Let's, no, let's, we're not going to go Because Future became her past. Amen, Tabernacle. All right? So what are we really talking about? Talk about men being shy with their list. Go ahead. Right. So I just feel like, <laughs> you know, and, and this is something that I guess I need to work on too, but in general, I just don't hear enough conversations about men talking about a substantial and proper list. But also to your point, I think if men put out these type of lists, they are going to be scrutinized or chastised because it's going to be like, oh, so you're trying to measure a woman's worth by these certain things and what do you have to But that's to what men do, oh, though. I know this is what men do and I would love men to change the narrative. I, I do too. I really would like to have like a more like mature outlook on things because just because you like homegirl now, I guess this is why there's so many breakups down the line because you, you tend to learn who that person is to their core the more you're engaging with them, you know? When was the last time you heard a guy say, I'm looking to start a family? Genuinely. Never. Never. A family's always on accident. Unless, you know, they're Jamaican or something. Wow. I'm just saying... Bumba! <laughs> wow, wow. I'm lying. I, I, in my personal life, I have never had a guy say they're looking for families, looking for um, marriage. You know, that's just what I've come across. I know that there are guys out there that's been brought up and they know that family and partnership is something that is um, a foundation that they want. In their life, but I haven't come across many men, many, 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 many men like that. I just, I, you know, I respect women that have that level of standards and they, they reach for it or aim for it. And once again, in B. Simone's example of setting this uh, list or having these standards and then like setting the parameters of what type of partner you want and then reaching for it. I do agree with that. I just I agree wish, with that too. I just wish there was a guy that was saying the same thing. Say that. So what are right? some examples that you think a guy would have on his list for, you know, his ideal woman? I would hope that a man is looking for a woman who is financially stable, smart, 
uh, independent, like independent to the point where it's not just like, oh, I'm independent. I can like pay my own bills or like independent to where it's like they are able to handle their business. Sans the guy's participation and a guy being comfortable, right? Being comfortable and, and not tapping into their insecurities when it comes to that. Because a lot of men are intimidated by, by true, genuine, independent women. And that's something that I think men need to, to cut out. There's some men who do want women, though, that are a quote-unquote bit submissive as well, too. And some women like that as well, too. Some women like that role to the, quote, be taken care of kind of role. Like, right. that, everybody needs to just find what's best for them in a partner. Let's talk about the whole submissive and, I guess, the opposite of submissive in this case is Dominant. Dominant. <laughs> Hush, I knew the word. I just <laughs> in the moment. But no, I mean, that whole submissive conversation where it's like men are looking for women who are submissive or women feel that there should be a level of submissiveness in a relationship. I think that's all by choice. Um, mm-hmm. It's obviously by choice, but I think it should be the choice of the individual themselves to determine if they want to be submissive or not. I don't think it should be the choice of the partner. Right, like I would never. I think it's circumstantial too. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't want to tell a woman like, "Yo, I need you to have a level of submission to me, to where I feel comfortable for myself and my ego." You know what I mean? It's like if you choose to be submissive, then I will accept that and receive it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's a standard that a man should put on a woman. No, you shouldn't. Shouldn't at all. And I think a woman who is able to. I don't even want to say code switch, but it's it's a form of code switching. Be able to be submissive, I guess, to their partner. It takes a, a good level of control as well, too, because there's a time where, in a, as a man, a man wants to feel as though his decision is is right and he has support. Like that, that can be a form of submission when he's making a decision. Let's say based on whatever the child the child needs to be picked up after gymnastics or something and. One person says one thing and one person says the other thing, but then he may be right and have his um his valid points and being able to say, yeah, honey, you're right. That's a type of form of submission. Not saying the wife is submissive or have submissive behaviors, but it, it's circumstantial. I guess what everybody's different. There's some people who just completely want to be submissive and there's some men who completely want to dominate relationships like there's still guys that that feel as though women should just stay at home. Right. And those are those are the typical standards that or the typical layout of relationships from, you know, way back, right? But we're in a different time era now, right? Definitely. I, mean, I would I would ideally like to be in a relationship where there's just a equal balance of that submissive, dominant whatever. You know, where it's like I shouldn't have to feel like as a man everything that I say goes. Right. right. It's like I'm with someone as a partner who is able to support me by also knowing how to be dominant and for me knowing when to like take a step back and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It should be an equal flow in an ideal relationship. But ideal. That's, not always the case. It's, that's what I said. It's circumstantial. It depends right. on the circumstance. And if somebody wants to be submissive or be like, hey, you know what? My role is just to kind of like, you know, be the support, you know, back you up and you back me up in different ways. And that's fine. But I personally do not like, and I've been in scenarios where this has been the case, where a woman is just completely just like, hands up, fall back, and, you know, I'm just going to let you do whatever, but I'm going to be over mm. here just reaping the benefits. Because it's like, this is not a partnership. Like, I am some, looking for a partnership. Some guys are like that too. Especially, like you said, when there's a woman who is in power, who's independent, who's financially stable, who's smart, who has her shit together. Again, they will take the fall back and say, hey, I'll be the submissive one, quote unquote, the men, you know, and don't do anything, you know? So. Well, there's a difference between being submissive and then being, uh, I guess, lazy. Or... Well, I, I see the thing is that your, your example with the woman allowing the man to be dominant in the relationship, is she deemed lazy? No. So if a guy does. The same thing, the woman who's dominated a relationship, is he lazy? So, it shouldn't be, that shouldn't be the case. But I think there's a route 
to it, right? I think when women allow men to be dominant or if there is a narrative of the woman being submissive and the man being dominant, that's fueled by ego. I think if a man allows a woman to be dominant in a relationship, that is fueled by, I guess, compromise, right? It's not It's not seen the same way. A man's It's ego not was, seen the same way. A man's ego is always stroked when he's in a dominant position. Always. No man can sit here and say that their ego is not affected when they have a dominant role in a relationship. Women, I don't think, tap into that level of ego to where you don't, well, I guess by context, I don't see a woman tapping into a level of ego when they're in a dominant position in a relationship to where it's like, yeah, I wear the pants in the house. My dude just be there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, over. Over. Excuse me, sorry. You need a recall or something? You need a cough drop? No, 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 sorry. <clears throat> if I knew any better, I thought you were, I, you'd be catching something, but you're, mm. the, doc, you're the doctor. Here, wow, right? it, it, that is too sensitive right now to be talking about coughing and joking like I, that. I, like, I wasn't talking about... Big time, big time COVID. And I was talking about COVID. <laughs> I was talking about just an average <laughs> flu because niggas out here catch the flu. That's still a thing. Let's relax. <laughs> I'm not that insensitive. Calm down. <laughs> but you're doing a lot of... <coughs> I was trying to say Oprah <coughs> the whole time. Yeah, so you were just saying that there's somebody, there's a female that you don't see. I think Oprah big time equals okay. strokes. But here's the, dif- here's the difference. So is Stedman lazy? Like, the, the, like is here's, there a double standard behind that? Because Oprah if has, a woman could do it, why can't a man? Here's a big difference between us uh, commoners and Oprah. Oprah has the man. backing. Okay? Oprah can afford. So, Oprah can afford a but, Stedman. But the man in the relationship can afford to be dominant as well, too. Stedman has to ask Not permission. Stedman, but in the relationship. So, let's say the man, again, he, could, he has the money, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. She's keeping home good. She's submissive. When a woman... Again, who is financially stable, this is important, yeah, who can provide the same things the same man does and is in the dominant role. Is the man lazy? Is it fair to call him lazy? I, I guess lazy is the wrong word. I don't know what word I would use, but, you know, I, I think in men's eyes, submissive for them equates to weak, you know? And it shouldn't. And submissive is, that should not be the Being case. Being submissive is strong as hell. To be able to give or to be willing to give a part of yourself for someone else, it's a lot. I agree. But see, here's where semantics and niggas come in. Niggas hear the word submissive and then they relate it to submission. And then men feel like, nah, I ain't submitting no woman. They gotta be on their knees for me. Boo, boring. Get out the nineteen fucking fifties and get into the real world, like. And men be on their knees the most time. <clears throat> and I oop. <laughs> I oop and I doop and I whoop. <laughs> mm, from personal experience. All right, we we didn't have to squeeze that in. <laughs> we didn't have to. We didn't have to squeeze that in. What? What? There's guys who, I don't want to say that they submit, but they enjoy their whatever they like to do. That, that, could, have, that could have been left in the drafts. But <laughs> your experiences are yours. I, who am I to, to chastise? You are big time judging my experiences. Oh, no. I, sh- I shan't. I shan't ever judge your experiences. Whom am I? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking you ain't of, shit. Yikes. <laughs> Speaking of experiences, <laughs> let's let's get back to Michael B. Jordan mm. and Miss Lori Harvey. Is this a safe space? It is absolutely a safe space. I am full-time jealous of them, so... And I need to understand why. Are you jealous of natural love? Show your work. Um... By you asking that, you're trying to tell me that Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are naturally in love. So the answer is yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't laugh. Don't ca- You're cackling. Now you're cackling. Don't do that. No, I mean, okay. No, look. I'm not a hater on love. I love love. I do love love. I love seeing people in relationships, but I, it's still in the back of my head like, damn, why couldn't that be me? Like, shit. I think you and every other eligible bachelorette 
was thinking the same thing, right? Now, look, yes, he is my the, king. All right. We he hear you. Is. Now, look, I'll yes. I'll submit to there, him. There is a... <laughs> I bet you <laughs> Uh, there is an aesthetic to Michael B. Jordan that I appreciate as a guy. And, you know, regardless of Lori Harvey's journey through different partners throughout her time to now land on him, I just feel like, first of all... Leave that was her... cute. What? The what journey was... through, through, throughout No, because, I mean, I'm not... There's no other way to phrase it. Like, look, girl's eligible, and she's was single, and she wanted to date multiple I'm men. I'm here for it. Period. She shouldn't be. T- I don't even think she's in a relationship right now. She probably could still date outside Excuse and me? still be with Michael Chibo. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You can't say that. Why you not? You don't know that for sure. You, I've seen her track record. I'm sure she'll be able well, to. See, uh, that's what that's date. the language I was trying to avoid. The track record. Oh, the. It's not the, in a negative light, though. It's not in a negative light. It's your she tone. Can do whatever the fuck she want to do. She she's dating. She's currently dating Michael B. Jordan. And she can, it's not, is it a closed relationship? Right. How do you know that? How do you know what's exactly. closed? Exactly. I don't know. I really don't know. So you're just assuming. Everybody assumes. I also assume that they will, they will, um, by summer, summer she'll have somebody else. By summer? Well, wow. Yep, yep. Put that on record. Summer, fall, yeah. You know. Summer, fall? Mm-hmm. Like that, that brief Augusty type. You're assuming that Lori Harvey. I'm is... affirming. I'm affirming. Oh, sorry. You're affirming that Lori Harvey is cuffing Michael B. Jordan right now. That's mm-hmm. basically what you're saying. Mm-hmm. 100%. They're just quarantine cuffing. Mm-hmm. Wow. You think they're going to last long? You think this is it? You think this is for the long run? Honestly, in your own words, do you think this is going to be. A long-lasting relationship. I'm here for Lykel. I'm here for uh, Marvy. I'm here for 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 Maury. Maury? I guess that's her ship name. What's her ship name? You're deflecting. I'm here for Marvy. Jarvy? Whatever. Whatever name you want to give them. I'm here for it. For, for now. Uh, that's not the well, question hey, that was well, posed. Man's bought woman stock in, her, in Hermes. Who does that? So? As a so, casual As a casual thing. Vixen, people do dumb shit in relationships all the time and they can't hold their way to it, all right? I'm not saying buying stock is dumb, but I'm just saying we do a lot of a lot of things when we're in love and then So you boom. just said it. You just said it. You just said it. In love. I I didn't say that he didn't love her. Mm. I just don't think it's gonna last. Oh, so you're saying it's not it's not reciprocated. It's not gonna last. Oh well, I don't know if it's reciprocal. That's a whole nother Wild spiel because Young lady is hot in her 20s, so we don't know if it's actually real love. We don't know. And you know what's crazy? Speaking of that, so uh, little Floozy, a.k.a. Boozy, he was out here talking about how (laughs) freaking Michael B. Jordan is somewhat of a simp for... For I hate that word for wifing. I hate um, that Lori. I hate it too. What does sipping really mean? They've been trying to label that for um, Russell uh, Wilson as well too, and I don't appreciate right. that. Like, that's that's what I also want to bring up. It's where it's like, yo, why are we? Why are men looking at other men in successful, healthy relationships and say, yo, they a simp because they want? This is why. This is why you brought up the topic before. Men are so fearful to bring out what their standards are. Because guess what? They're going to be judged by other men and say, hey, you corny for that. Hey, you simp for that. You you whack for that, for, for wanting to be in love and have like a healthy, stable relationship. Like, are you dumb? It's supposed to be hoes and bitches. Like, bottles popping But that's what future. Weekend. That's what Future did to Lori, basically. Uh, that's what Future did to Sierra, basically. Did I mean, that's what Future <laughs> did to most of his women's, basically. So Future's a very special example. Is he Jamaican? He is the common trend. Ah, mm, I'm smelling a theme. Ah, ah, <laughs> I don't know if he's Jamaican or Haitian. He's, he's operating as or one. Or just a Sagittarius or... No, no, you know what? I okay. don't know. We need, to, we need to cut the conversation short. Okay, I was with you with the Jamaican, the Sagittarius. That's where you lose me. I'm offended. All right. You know what? I actually, I, I'm going to, 
I'm looking at future right now. Now Yikes. I'm curious. Now I am curious. Future. Let's swerve the topic before uh, more bombs are dropped. Thank oh, you so much. Wait. Damn it. He's this close. He was born on November 20th. So close. that would make him a hmm. Scorpio. Hmm. He was this close, but you could tell. He Not could this. You probably say he has some type of Sagittarius sun or moon or dusk or some bullshit. I haven't. I haven't done my research um, in his natal chart, and I probably won't. Cause All right. Well, you do that on I your don't. own fruition. Do that in your own time. Thank you so much. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Thank you so much. But yeah, no, I don't like <laughs> I don't like the concept of sipping either. And I don't know who came up with it, but probably insecure men that feel like, once again, that level of submission to women, which is not really Ooh. submission at all, but it's just like that level of submission to women is a sign of weakness, is a sign of... Oh, I'm sorry. You know, you're giving yourself to the opposite sex in a certain way. You should be the man. They should be flocking towards you. Like that, all that bullshit. I don't know who can Listen, that, but... I don't think they should take any type of relationship uh, advice from someone who um, has six different children with six different women. And I'm not shaming people who do, but that just shows that there's a level of instability in that person's life. So maybe they shouldn't try to inflict their own ideals onto someone else. Well, that's just on a celebrity level. We're talking about just basic, regular, degular Negroes. I'm talking like most people that look like a Russell Wilson and say, oh, like, oh, they still together? How could Sierra like a dude like him? It's just like, they look mad happy. He's taking care of her children. What's the problem? Mm -hmm. What's the crime? Niggas just don't like seeing healthy relationships. Yeah. You think it stems from people not being able to see healthy relationships as they grew up and for them healthy relationships are abnormal i mean that could be a part of it but even in that regard i don't think people are that obtuse to not realize or not understand what a healthy relationship looks like even on social media i mean all right Mm. it might be different if in their own personal lives they haven't seen a healthy relationship and that kind of skews the way that they see other interpersonal relationships in their circle but Seeing a average happy couple, regardless of the lens, that shouldn't be a taboo foreign thing. It shouldn't. You see the shit on it TV. Shouldn't. People always compare the Huxtables or the Cosbys as, oh, they're like the perfect TV couple. So it's like, all right, you know what like a healthy relationship looks like, even in the lens or the scope of like television or the media. So why is it so taboo that someone like a Michael B. Jordan or a Russell Wilson or anybody that's in happy relationships, you know, can't obtain that, that as well. Cause people like hating on love. But why do we do this? Robbie? Why do we hate on love? You know, I'm not hating on love. I would say I, I, I appreciate Lori. And you're, honestly, you're hating on Lori. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm hating on myself that I didn't do half the shit that she did in my 20s. That's what not I'm hating con- on. Not a contest, Ruth. For me, for me, I'm just saying. I'm just saying you, you want to know my perspective. Okay. I'm hating on the fa- I'm not hating on her, but I'm hating on the fact that I didn't do the same shit and then landed a, a Michael B. Jordan. So there mm. may be a tad bit of jealousy behind that. Like, shit, why didn't I do that? <laughs> like, well, well, because, well, keep in mind, in the context of of her bouncing from partner to partner in the scope of how we saw it, you know what I'm saying? That's seen as taboo too, right? Where it, in essence, it's her just dating around, but for other it dudes, but other dudes is like, oh yeah, she a hoe. Oh, she's bouncing to other dudes. Yeah, oh, only she's in the spotlight. I'm tired of niggas and their, and their logics. I'm so tired. Like, But guys do it. All the time. I know, and that's why it's annoying. And it's just like, yo, this girl just being in her 20s and dating like any other person. And dating, yeah. Right? The only difference is is that she's in the public spotlight. The girl has barely whispered a word. And everyone has something to say. But she knows. She knows the power she has. And this is why she has stock in Hermes. Because Mm -hmm. something about her is so Who wants to buy me stock in Hermes? Ugh. I would take stock in Chick-fil-A. Like, come on. Chick-fil-A. Anybody? Yeah. Chick, yeah. Chick-fil-A. Of all the places, Chick-fil-A. You can actually franchise a Chick-fil-A for like 10 Gs. If somebody wants to do that for me, I will gladly accept. You want to go half and half on a Chick-fil-A? Do you really? I mean, where would we put it? Not in New York. <laughs> this, but there's only the one in New York. 
I know, and it's not that great. Oh, no, technically uh, not one. There's multiple ones. Sorry. Where? Well, you know what? We're going off on a tangent. Sub- but we, we could talk after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I would <laughs> gladly, like, she she is the GOAT. Like, I'm not, a, a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, she took the guy that we love, the sexiest man in the world, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. Of course, yeah. Michael B. Jordan's hot, but he doesn't do it for me. You know my type. Ain't shit niggas. What is, excuse me? Ain't shit niggas. So, um... Nope, we're not doing that today. Back to what I was saying. Um, Lori has everything it takes to encompass a free, free 20-year-old just having fun. Girls just want to have fun. I wish I had more fun. Shit. Speaking of 20-year-olds, also Chloe Bailey. I wish people leave her alone too. Oh, I love my boo. Damn. They leave mad because she's sexy alone. as fuck. She, no, they mad because she is sexy no, as they're mad because fuck. she's coming into herself as most people she's would. Owning. And she's exactly. owning. Her, she's owning her body. She's owning her ways. She's owning who she is. And she's embracing it. And people are mad and big salty that she's coming into her womanhood. And a lot of people are just like, yo, tone that shit down. And she should say, fuck that shit. I'm toning that shit all the way up. Because nobody was complaining when Maude and freaking Claudette was back in their days freaking turning up and showing themselves out. So why does she have to? Cause I don't think pub- she should. Because it's the I'm here eye. for her. And I still want her and Diggy to actually be together off Grownish. This is not this is not Grownish. You know that you know that it's not Grownish. Is it not? Mm. Right. But yeah, no. It all it, it stems from jealousy too. I think a lot of women and men, they're just trying to close her voice and, and shut her out from singing her song. Like, she's growing up now. Like, this is her time to find herself, um, find her evolution, and just be comfortable in her body, in her, her femininity, in her essence, and just glow and shine. They just hate on, on Shorty. I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't appreciate that, that. And you know what? I always said that. Damn, the day I go on camera and cry and post. But I hate the fact that, that she had to go and defend herself on camera and be on the brink of tears. Like, come on. But you, but you know what it is? As unfortunate as that was, I think in certain cases, some people need to see that. Not to say that it's it's enjoyable to see. I didn't like seeing it or I didn't. I don't like the fact that she had to do that. But I think for certain people who are in her position, who are trying to embrace the same thing of like embracing themselves and, and who they are. They may have to see someone like Chloe Bailey do something like that in order for them to relate and realize, yeah, she's right. Like I shouldn't have to, you know, hide myself or, or water myself down for others. Like I should be out here like being proud and being unapologetic, you know? So there's, there's certain people that I feel need to see that as a means of motivation but I, I mean, granted, once again, I don't think that she should have had to. They tried that, to do that to Janet back in the day. They should do a collab. Shoot. That would be a great collab. <laughs> they try to water all these black queens down. And I'm here to tell you, guess what? Not on my watch. There it is. I made it so. I made a claim. Not on my watch. Slam hand on desk. Why are we making faces? All right, we're just going to continue because I don't know what that was. There's a lot riddled in that facial expression that unfortunately our audience can't see. But you know I what? support you. I support you. Here it goes. Here comes auto response number 269. All right. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much for supporting me. Like, like you of have course, I'm here for you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always here. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate that you support the black woman and we are here with you. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's 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 it. That's that's the um, sentence. <laughs> you know, Reverend. Sometimes I don't like you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's okay. Michael B. Jordan does. <laughs> well, hopefully, oh. he listens to this episode. Hopefully, he oh, listens to the episode. I, I will. I will directly. You know what? I'm going to DM him this episode. You better. And and screenshot it. Good. And say look. I'm in his DMs, and Lori might probably come from my neck, but then, you know what? It's no, cool. no, no. I'm with you. You tell Lori to sit, that him and her should sit down as a family and listen to this episode together. That's a family. Yay. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, let's get to our question of the week. Uh, once again, if you have a question to submit to us and the podcast, email us at sophigpodcast at gmail.com and me and Rovi would do our best, sand shade, to answer your questions uh, rightfully and truthfully. Well, I can promise to no shade on my end. I don't know about Robert. But anyway, so let's get to the question, shall we? It'll come from a place of love. Always. Because remember, Roby's here and she supports all of you. Like she supports I you. do. I support you maybe 89%. 89%. But the listener is 100% for sure. Gotcha. Very honest and authentic. Well, I'm glad I got a passing grade. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I so kid, I kid. This question is from user Rojo Huso. And mm. the question is, is it okay to quote unquote give up on someone that remains in your life? That's kind of deep. Okay. The person says, give up in the sense that there's no use challenging this person or their ideas or give them advice anymore. I'm sure everyone has a relative or a colleague that you just can't give constructive advice to without them feeling attacked, even when they're explicitly asked for advice. Or a relative that is kind of racist and some things they say make you uncomfortable, but you know that if you bring this up, they will only cause conflict and they will continue to be that way. So what you're left with is kind of this empty interaction where you remove parts of your personality in order to have a conversation with them. Or rather than a conversation, you're just there to listen and make hmm and ah sounds. Just wondering if others experience this and if it's unfair to that person that you're pretending to be okay with what they're saying or doing. So in other words, is it okay to let certain people go? Hmm. Family-wise you know, colleague-wise or friend-wise or whatever. And I'm pretty sure you can rattle off in your brain with that. There's just some people that are just not for you. Yeah, yeah. And we all know that you don't fake the funk. And granted, you can't because your face expressions just give yourself away. So, I mean, in this case, is it okay to give up on somebody that may remain in your life, have more of a permanent role in your life, so to speak? I, I, I'm 100% for um, Xing out people who aren't on the journey of your own, you know, self-growth, self-evolution, things in that aspect. I cut people off very easily. Yes. Which is something that I find therapeutic because, and I had to, I had to learn to do that because before I used to get into my own head and think, Maybe they'll change. Um, maybe what they're displaying is bad, but internally they're like a really good person. Or maybe I'm the problem where where um, I can't help change, you know, their outlook or things in that nature. And that was debilitating for me. So I had to take a step back and say, guess what? This is who they are. They won't change. What they're exhibiting is actually bad behavior. They, <clears throat> they, you're trying to justify their actions by saying that they're a good person, but maybe they're just not a good person. You know what I mean? Don't try to, to glaze over it, you know, because if they keep doing the same repetitive um, bad actions, it's a choice. They, they want to be. They want to display that they're not good. So... You have to take that time to reflect and say, hey, I can't change who this person is. This is who they are to their core. You know, this is their essence. This is their persona. And at that moment, you either still fuck with it or you cut them off. Me, I choose the latter. You know? Yeah. No, what we... about you? Do you stick around to try to change somebody? So I am not good at cutting people off. I'm not good at removing myself or I'm not good at leaving certain relationships and I don't know why maybe there's a fear of disappointment there's a fear of certain things that I certainly need to work on I know there's certain people in my family that I've kind of like distanced myself from where it's just like mm -hmm. you, know what? you are stuck in your ways and especially if there's like a generational thing where it's just like you're just going to remain the person you are so godspeed thoughts and prayers but I just can't right and Sometimes you have to be okay with that because we get caught up with the fact that, you know, it's family, blood thicker than water, all that stuff, and all these mantras that make us stick around in toxic familial relationships. And we have to be okay with saying that, all right, this person is my family, that's undeniable, but we don't have to be cool. 
you know, that has happened in my family. Not on a vicious level, but it's more like, yeah, we don't really talk. I don't really deal with that person. No level of disdain, but just like, yeah, we just don't talk. That's just not a thing we do. And that's okay. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes that's just in order for family dynamics to work. Sometimes you just can't be close to certain people. Mm -hmm. You know, I know two members of my family that just don't deal. They just don't deal. They were cool before. They just don't deal now. And that's just the nature of, of the business. At the end of the day, yes, are they still family? Sure. But do they talk or do they interact? Not really. If something were to happen to one of them, heaven forbid, maybe there will be a care there. But kind of similar to that question we had the other time with the sociopath. It was like, eh, am I a sociopath if my family member gets sick and I don't care? Eh, mm. somebody, somebody might be a sociopath because that might be the case where <laughs> it's like, all right, well, thoughts and prayers. But all that to say, it is okay to give up on somebody. Give up, I probably use a strong word, but it's okay to remove yourself from a relationship, regardless of family or friends or colleagues or anything, if it's just not working for you, if it's not healthy or if it's not giving you a level of peace or if it's not benefiting you or if you're not benefiting the other person then you just have to step away and let it go i've had to do that myself where it's like i felt that i was not in a position to give this person the relationship that they deserved and i decided that it would probably be best for them if i kind of removed myself from their orbit and that was really hard to do because that's just not something that i am used to but I just realized I'm never going to fulfill the standards or needs that this person required from me, which at that point was a lot more than I could handle. So I had to just step away. And I, I mean, in the back of my head, I hope that the person's doing well. And granted, I don't think my placement in their life determined well or not well, but that's it. I just have to have faith and hope that they're okay. That's yeah, really yeah. Me, I... Like, I'm probably totally the opposite of you. Maybe totally the opposite of you. Like, I like I cut them uh-huh. off. But but I realize that sometimes, as I get older, I don't have to completely cut them off. Like, I can refrain from uh, conversations getting too deep. Like, we can we can go out for, for lunch or drinks or mm-hmm. something like that. But let's just keep it at that. I don't have to know that you are... Uh, you know, whatever's going on in your personal life. I don't need to know how your finances are. Like, I don't have to get myself that deeply involved to still be, you know, a friend and ally to you. I am still learning to gauge that. There's some people that I still do completely cut off because I know that momentum moving forward that we won't get past it. But then there's some people where like, I really do like you, but there's certain attributes about you that won't me- won't mesh well and I know you can't change that about yourself but you know I'll, I'll come to your birthday party you know I'll come to your little dinner your little um backyard event whatever you know things like that but we can't be on like a one-on-one like shit like I'm really going through some shit right now and I need a friend to talk to yeah no uh, of course and yep. that's and that's when you properly place that person in your life in a specific way like, if somebody approaches me that way and, I, and I, I'm at a brink of, like, keeping them at an arm's length, I'm going to say, hey, I, I'm sorry that you're going through stuff, but I don't think that I'm the right person for you to talk to at this moment. And just mm-hmm. keep it at that, you know? And I feel like that's going to be a topic for another episode. Um, Ooh, sounds good. So mm. we'll, we'll put a pin on that, but that's definitely a topic that I want to talk about more. Cool. I, I think we answered that question successfully. Uh, but once again, if you guys have questions, send it to S-O-P-H-I-G podcast at gmail.com. What do you think, Roby? You think we did it? You think we wrapped up I think the episode? We did it, V. We did it. We did it. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there, Kamala. All right. That was clever. <laughs> so, yes, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, once again, you could follow the podcast on your preferred podcast platform that is SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me and Rovi on our special or specific social media platform. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes you could talk. You could talk when I have a, a word fart. You sound you sound so well, and it gives you know 
artistic um, license to um, <laughs> to fumble fumble just a little. It's just a, it a, a, it's yep. it's nice. It's it's Good nice to, to have someone nice. um, mm. have a little imperfection, so we know that they're human. Isn't that nice? I I've evolved. I appreciate you taking a submissive role in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I truly appreciate it. I know my place. I like to. You know what? I, I'm I'm here for submission. Even though I am a strong black woman, we're probably going on a tangent right now. I'm strong as fuck. I'm very opinionated. Mm -hmm. I'm financially stable, mm -hmm. and I'm fly. Right. And all that jazz. I still. Yes, jazz want someone to match my energy and more. So if I'm able to put pull all of that energy aside, my mm -hmm. dominant energy, because I can dominate the fuck out of somebody, it makes me more appreciative to be submissive. Got you. Got you. All right, Miss Dominant One. So dominate the energy. So I'm, so I'm just I'm just practicing my submission right now. Oh you're <laughs> Woo! Okay, noted. <laughs> Probably next time. Let the church say. <laughs> Amen. And that's on Mary had a little lamb. Wowzer. All right. Well, more of the story, kids, you'll never hear Reverend close this show up. And that's just what it is. Maybe. I'm evolving. I'm no. evolving. Why maybe? You know what? Doesn't matter. Okay. You know well, what? We'll take a poll. How about this? We'll take a poll. A poll uh, between whom? Yeah. <laughs> it's always two of us where's the poll between, between us and, and we'll vote for uh, closure uh, of the show and see whose voice is most soothing to um, end the show how about that I don't sound like Barry White I'm just rallying off things we're not comparison there's no contest we're just having a poll okay oh, and we'll, re we'll reveal the results of the poll on the next show how about that there's clearly no contest because you are not in the running Consider you not putting yourself in the race. Wow, we didn't even do the poll yet. You're, you're missing the point. Like, wow. You know what? Exit. Forget it. It's done. Null and void. No poll. No nothing. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Again, reach out to us on our social media platforms and anyway you listen to podcasts. Uh, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify. Look for us there. And enjoy listening to us. And we're still going to do the poll. If not, um, Vixen will have a TikTok for Sophisticated Ignorance Podcast. Deal? Sure. Thank you all so much. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is there to say anymore? I, I, I'm, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. No, you just stole that from me. You know, I literally <laughs> said, you stole that from me. You know what? You're demoted. <laughs> you stole that from me. Uh, you are on the list. <laughs> not the list. Oh, boy. Anyway, <sighs> we'll talk to y'all next time. Uh, bye. Adios. <laughs> I still can't stand you. <laughs> Definitely sophisticated ignorance, and I'm fucking with it.